Bang! What's up, y'all? I'm Nick, a senior writer over here at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So I'll be answering the questions you sent in here in a podcast format, and if you'd like a written response, send them over to fellow senior writer and Dane Miller. And so in all seriousness, I have a lot of fun answering these questions. They take my research and my thinking all over the conference. And one point I want to reiterate is I'm just like you. I'm a Pac-12 fan, so in all seriousness, we're one and the same. We may cheer for different schools, but hey, we're all Pac-12 fans in the end. We're very similar. So from down south to the Arizona schools, to up north to the Washington schools, to east out in Utah and Colorado, we got Oregon and Cali in between. And in our entirety, we make up the Pac-12 conference. And even though we compete against each other during the year, let's come together for this podcast and have a heck of a lot of fun. So without further ado, let's get to today's question. And thanks for tuning in as always. All right, guys, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I was just laying down. What day of the week it is, I don't freaking know. Put on my pants. Maybe my pants were on. Either way, mailbag questions in from Mika in Salt Lake City. And it asks, who do you like for the best tight end in the conference this season? Again, the question from Mika, Salt Lake City asks, who do you like for the best tight end in the conference this season? So two things here for the order of business before we answer the actual question. One, Mika is an absolutely beautiful name. It truly warms my heart. I respect your parents for naming you that. If you hear this all the time, that is my mistake, but it is truly a good name. And second off, why you all wild Pac-12 Buffalo fans, whoever, I just use Buffaloes. But seriously, in regards to all Pac-12 fans and your questions, why do y'all keep doing this? Y'all keep sending me in a question with a specific position player, hoping that I select the obvious choice who is likely from the team you're rooting for. That was a lot. So essentially what I'm saying here, and here's an example. I had a question about a month ago from someone in Oregon asking who I'd pick for the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, knowing that the obvious choice would be Ducks linebacker, Kayvon Thibodeau. I also had a question from a suburb outside of Seattle asking who's going to be the best cornerback in the conference next season, knowing that the probable answer was going to be UW defensive back Elijah Molden. So to be fair, at least the Oregon fan admitted what he was doing. They included a hint in their question <laughs> saying, I, saying I should pick someone with a number five on their jersey, which is aka Thibodeau. But look, questions like these leave me in the awesome spot where I can either piss off hometown fans or choose the obvious choice. And sometimes I may do a little bit of both. Today is probably going to be one of those times, so let's have a lot of fun with that. So while Mika is still a beautiful name, I know what you're doing here. I I know what you're doing, or at least I think I do. Being that you're from Salt Lake City, I'm taking a wild guess. You want me to pick the obvious choice in tight end Brant Keithy, but there are some other options on this list for real. So let's hop in the actual answer here, and I'll preview the top tight, excuse me, and I'll preview the top three tight ends in the conference in the upcoming Pac-12 season. So they're essentially... There's two main candidates who can realistically be considered for this award, and that's going to be UW's Kate Otten and the aforementioned Keithy. And a third and less probable option would be Colorado tight end Brady Russell, who finished with 23 catches for 221 yards and two touchdowns last year. In terms of Brady Russell, that's all we're going to hear about him. Sometimes the list just needs a third option, but we're looking at two real candidates for this award. And again, that's going to be Brant Keithy or Kate Otten. So we're going to start with Keithy. And let's start so by essentially looking at his stats. Last season, he finished with 602 receiving yards and six touchdowns. He also had 102 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, which is really impressive for a tight end. 
But hopping back over to receiving, he averaged 17.7 yards per catch, which is a truly phenomenal stat for Utes Utes team. Well, that's maybe puberty. (laughs) Kind of funny. (laughs) Been a while since that happened. He averaged 17. (laughs) All right, back on track here. He averaged 17.7 yards per catch, which is truly a phenomenal stat for a Utes team that has started to find chunk yards over the last couple of seasons. And while we're still on this note, among tight ends see a minimum of 40 targets last season, he averaged an explosive play considered 15 yards or more on 37% of his targets, which is actually good for the highest mark in the nation. So I think that speaks for itself. And on top of everything else, he averaged eight yards after the catch, which is really thoroughly impressive because Yak is a statistic that usually favors receivers and not tight ends. So again, indicative of his explosiveness. And with all that being said, he is named second team All-Pac 12 in 2019. And with all the returning pieces that Utah lost in their offense, he could receive an extremely high number of targets this season, essentially boosting his productivity to even higher levels. So watching his highlights, and this is where the fun is. This is why I do love questions like this. So, you know, there's always a positive and a negative. I try and be positive, you know. But seriously, the fun in this was watching Keithy's highlights. You only got to see like three or four Utes games in its entirety last year, maybe two or three, three or four. We'll go with three. But watching his highlights, he really is an impressive, phenomenal player. His wheels, his ability to create after the catch, just everything about him screams football player. And I don't think a lot of people understand that analogy when I say football player. You got a lot of guys in the NFL or D1 who like, they're there. They're on the team. They go to all the team workouts. They bust their butt. They give their all. But they're just not football players. They may not have that extra love, that extra passion for the game. And Keithy has that, man. It's so obvious. And I love watching players like that. He's going to fight for the extra yardage. He's going to put down the right block. He's going to boost his teammates. He's going to make a critical catch. And these are all awesome attributes that Keithy does have. In terms of you're looking like a Madden rating type attribute system, we're going to look at him in terms of he's probably not the best blocker per se, but again, just an amazing receiver. And one thing for me that probably separates him from the pack, or in this case, one other guy, to be fair, I haven't made my selection yet, but what one strong advantage I have for Keithy for sure is his ability to create after the catch. When he's playing teams like UCLA or Arizona or some of the weaker defenses in conference, WSU could be included on that list. He seriously catches the ball, jukes out a safety or cornerback, and takes it to the house. And that's just freaking phenomenal for a tight end. That's freaking phenomenal to see that explosiveness. And then when you're looking against him against like the tougher defenses in a Cal, a Oregon, or a UW, he just makes these tough catches in tight windows and still fights for those extra yards or two. And he really makes safeties and cornerbacks question, do I really want to play football tackling a guy like him? He may be a bit undersized in terms of height and only 6'2", but he's thick. Players bounce off of him. He's a tough tackle, and I sure as heck wouldn't want to get in his way. So Keithy really is a very solid player, and I loved watching his highlights. You heard me going, whoo, whoo, whoo. I was was enjoying it. That's for darn sure. But we do have another choice on this list, and a little caveat here. I actually think he might be a better player than Keithy, and that's going to be K-Dot for UW. So again, I do think he could actually be the best tight end in the Pac-12 next year. But he hasn't proven it just yet, so I can't justify making kind of a pick this early in our discussion here today. However, it also doesn't help that I can't find any highlight tapes on him other than his high school playing days. But hey, 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 just for the fun of it, people, I highly recommend watching your favorite football players uh, like high school highlights. I was trying to say that so smooth. Forget all that. Seriously, y'all, just watch your favorite football players' high school highlights. It's so funny, dude. 
They're so dominant, man. In the couple of minutes I spent watching Otten, I seriously saw him like murder three people, save four cheerleaders, and take over the town in Tumwater. What does that mean? I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun analogies, but seriously, like sacked a quarterback, ran over a guy, made a diving catch, seriously like jumping like 10 feet over any other cornerback at that level. And it was just so much freaking fun to watch. It's not like Otten's like a Reggie Bush, Adrian Peterson explosive type player. So just seeing him, I can't imagine how good other players look. Maybe even a Keithy, but hey, he actually had D1 highlights. So, you know, I was able to watch that. So in all seriousness, it was just so freaking entertaining. But in terms of his actual ability on the field at the D1 level, again, I do think he can be considered a better blocker than Keithy, but not a better receiver and probably not close, at least as what we've seen this far in his career. However, he could easily prove me wrong because last year's touches were limited, but that is because he played by current NFL player Hunter Bryant. Saying by Bryant is not a reflection of Otten's abilities. I mean, it's a reflection of Bryant and the absolute freak athlete that he was. He was the only tight end selected to the 2019 All-Pac-12 first team. That's Bryant that we're talking about. Hopping back over here to Otten. Last season, he finished with 32 yards for 32 catches for 344 yards and two touchdowns. These stats are very impressive as a backup tight end and really could have ballooned with more opportunities, even rivaling Keithy's stats. However, even though I really love Otten's style of football, think it's really conducive to winning, hard-nosed, gritty blocker and can catch out of the backfield or catch out of the tight end position, the reason I can't pick him over Keithy is due to his 2018 season. As a redshirt freshman in 2018, Otten played in all 14 games and started in 10, but only finished the season with 13 catches for 174 yards and three touchdowns. And while I know a lot of UW fans and maybe fans who were really invested in Kate Otten for some random reason may say, oh, this is unfair. You're comparing his freshman year stats to Keithy's best stats. Well, essentially, this is all we can really go off of because he was a backup tight end this year. I'm putting a backup tight end against an all-pack 12 second teamer. Let's just put that into perspective here right then and now. So even though I personally think Otten is probably a better all-around football player, sometimes the proof is in the pudding. And in no way, shape, or form, I'm willing to place him above Keithy at this current moment. And on top of the stats, in terms of what each of these players mean to their respective programs, Keithy's a staple Utah football, played in some big games, been a leader, and well-known throughout the Pac-12. Whereas Otten, I mean, maybe some UW fans know his name, probably some UW fans know his name. But around the conference, unless you're very invested in Pac-12 football, probably haven't heard this guy's name. Not on many top 30, top 25 lists even though he can definitely be considered the best, second best Pac-12, whoa, the second best tight end in the Pac-12, in my opinion. So with that being said, I would not be surprised if both share first team honors at the end of the season with Keithy putting up better stats due to his amazing ability as a receiver and his shiftiness after the catch. But seriously, do not count out Auden. And again, do not count out Auden. He learned under three current NFL players in Will Disley, Drew Sample, and now Hunter Bryant. And this UW lineage of elite tight end should continue to run through Auden. So, in summary, I'm picking Keithy because I believe he'll put up better statistics and because of what he's meant to the Utah program in its entirety. Otten really could prove to be the best tight end in the Pac-12 next year, but I haven't seen enough on a consistent basis to put him number one on this list, at least not up to this point. Maybe later in the year we can re-examine, but right now Keithy is still the best tight end in the Pac-12 with Otten trailing behind. And a third name to remember would be Colorado's Brady Russell, but really we just need a third guy on this list. Brady Russell, probably a great player in his own right, but again, nowhere near Otten or Keithy in my perspective. And seriously, y'all Pac-12 fans are freaking smart. See what you're doing, you bunch of munchkins, man. So I, I see what you're doing. Set me up to pick your favorite player, man. One of these days, I'm going to trick you. Stop giving me such obvious choices. Give me a little trickier question. 
Maybe don't. I don't know how much time I want, want to spend on research. But in all seriousness, thanks for the questions always, Mika. Hopefully I didn't ruffle your feathers too much. Maybe I did, but hey, you know, you, you might have to deal with it. But seriously, I, I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers too much. All questions are good questions, and I appreciate you reaching out for real. Have a great Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day of the week it is. It's been a weird day for me, so it's Tuesday. I know that. I know that. One love, peeps. Cheetos and Tuna. Try and think of a random entrance. We went with one love yesterday. Outro, entrance, whatever. Outro, flyers, Philadelphia. Let's go. Goodbye.